0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, oranges apples, and we have part two of our interview with Kristen Johnson, author of Ain't You Got No Manners." You like to keep your intro surprise, a prize, don't you?
1: Yeah, I do.
0: Welcome, my friends, to The Kindness Project. I'm joined by a girl. Who is a cut re avoiding orange?
1: And I'm joined by the newest member of the Knights Who Say Need. It's
0: Christine. Can I not, not be uh, the bloke in a ditch in The Life of Brian instead? You know, the guy who's doing the Hundred Years Silence and then suddenly Brian falls in his ditch? <laughs> um, I wouldn't be that bloke. I would be that bloke.
1: I was very tempted to switch my intro since you had heard it when we had to restart. And I was just going to go. He's not the Messiah he's a very naughty boy I uh, uh,
0: you know what you should have saved that one for a future episode of the podcast but the reason that I'm calling you a cut avoiding orange is because we had a conversation about what the next question of the podcast should be and we decided and I'm starting early with the question of the podcast Ooh. what <laughs> oh what's your if you could describe yourself as a fruit what would you describe yourself as, and why, and what did you say?
1: I said I'd be an orange because they vary greatly in flavour, shape, and size. Okay. Um,
0: what would you be most of the time? Would you be a tangerine? Would you be a satsuma? Would you be a blood orange?
1: A chunky, sour
0: one. A chunky, <laughs> sour orange.
1: One of are my favourites. Well, I think
0: you'd be a satsuma. Sweet. and.
1: I don't like satsumas. No? No, oh,
0: they're too sweet. Too st- that's too sweet. That's how I You know what the worst kind of orange is? The one that just, you open it and it explodes. You oh,
1: know what I mean? those like awful. But you know it's awful. You know what I, I don't like? The ones where you just open them and they just kind of shrivel. <laughs> <laughs> and they prune, like, your fingers in the bathtub. You're like that ex-woman,
0: like the woman who touches fruit and it shrivels <laughs> in her head. When does a fruit ever shrivel in your head?
1: <laughs> you know, t- <laughs> The peel, it looks fine when it's got the peel on. And you peel the peel away and it's just kind of... <laughs> like all the juice is sipping out of it. Oh, I
0: don't think I've ever seen them one of them. What are they?
1: They're vile. Vile?
0: They're is that vile. the official name for them? No,
1: no, they're oranges. Mm, they're not a different category of orange. They're just...
0: Vile orange. They're
1: just oranges that aren't right. Yeah. Because sometimes you just get a bad batch. If
0: loving that orange is wrong, I don't want to be right.
1: Um... So yeah, no, you I do, you do. Because
0: so, those oranges are vile. <laughs> so I think, right, that I'd be I don't know. The problem is I've got my favourite fruit, but I don't know whether I describe myself as this particular fruit. You know what my favourite fruit is, don't you? A
1: banana.
0: Definitely. But I don't know whether I I my personality is aligned with bananas. I don't know what I'd choose as a Personality type linked to a fruit. What do you reckon?
1: Uh, a banana for a personality type. I think is bright. Right. Easy to easy to spoil. And bendy in the
0: middle. That's the bit I'm struggling with. I'm not that bendy in the middle. <laughs> no comment. You're not wrong. Yeah, exactly, exactly, true. Anyway, on that note, listeners, we'd like to hear from you. About what fruit you think you are, um, and um, and why, and extra points for the funniest answer you can give us. Yes. Those points, Charlotte, are absolutely worth it. Yeah, but, exactly. But you... And
1: you know, like extra points if you can teach us about fictional fruit or anything from mythology, because I love mythology. I'm mythology now, please, guys. I'm done. What's mythological fruit? Fruit that only occurs in mythology. Like what? Like I don't know the apple, fr- uh, the apple. No, it's an
0: apple. <laughs> it's an actual apple. It's not mythological, is it? Yeah. But... Right, listeners, you get extra points if you can tell us a fruit that only appears in mythology because I don't think one exists.
1: Or you can you get extra points if you can tell us the myth behind a fruit.
0: Are we? Um. Are we? Give. What do you mean the myth behind a fruit?
1: There's some fruits they are involved in like myths and legends and well, stuff.
0: I mean there was the apple in the garden of eden mm-hmm. as well wasn't
1: there. You know what? That's the what apple, I meant not
0: the apple gets a like a large brunt of the uh, of the credit, does not it? You don't you, you never see a banana in a you never <laughs> yeah. see a coconut. You
1: know, you know? the, the apple the apple in the garden of eden, the apple that fell on Isaac Newton's head. I
0: know. I know, apples get all the credit. No. It's never a kiwi, is it? No. It's ne-
1: The kiwis don't get the It's never credit. a nice orange, <laughs> is it?
0: Yeah, why do why do apples get all the, uh, all the credit? They
1: get all the bad reps, don't they? They're hitting people on the end and tempting them to do bad things. Yeah,
0: actually, apples have got a bad rep. Yeah. Bananas have got the best rep, haven't they? You know why? Why? Monkeys like them, and everybody loves a monkey.
1: Some people think monkeys are disgusting. Who? People think monkeys are disgusting. Who... Well, you don't like monkeys. I like monkeys, I'm just not a fan of the fact that, that they eat bugs from each other's hair.
0: So do you and your sister, and
1: I <laughs> <Brody. laughs>
0: <No, we> don't <laughs> On that particular note, what I'd like to do is uh, you, for you to tell our listeners where they can uh, get in touch to tell us what fruits they think they are. Online. Online. Yeah, for all the kindness...
1: kindness. Uh, Facebook as a searcher, search bar, all the kindness, all uh, the kindnessproject. dot is the email, I think you can just Google us and we'll pop up. Yeah, just the kindness actually. project
0: anywhere on the interweb, you'll uh, you'll be able Into to find. Meshy. it. Um, and don't be afraid to answer, because what we've got at the end of the show is quite a lot of people answering the question of the podcast from two weeks ago. Um, So don't be afraid to email in with any answer Mm. from any of our previous questions of the podcast. Um, And they are all available on the Kindness Project website um, under Podcast Questions of the Podcast. So have a look. Um, If you fancy, right next to the little Questions of the Podcast button is a merch button. And you can buy your very own Kind project, with the yeah, exactly. cases, so
1: case, isn't
0: so, they? so they are not flying up the shelves particularly, but you're more than welcome to. And they're not them.
1: even leaving the shelves <laughs>
0: one at a time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you're more than welcome to have one of them if you like. So should we get if, on this show? You do have to purchase it, yeah, you, but the money don't go to us. Yeah, the money don't go to us. <laughs> Why am I talking about everybody brother? <laughs> no, the money doesn't go to us. We're giving every single penny away to charlotte i mean charity um but yeah should we get on the show yes so this week we've got our second part of our uh, interview with kristen johnson kristen wrote a book called ain't you got no manners Uh, and it's all about how to behave more politely which we could potentially learn from (laughs) Um, oh
1: that's rude isn't
0: it uh, I was
1: talking about me.
0: Still rude,
1: isn't it?
0: Don't be rude to yourself, mate. I won't. Shall we listen to the second part of the uh, interview? Yeah. The, rea- the reality of it is, is regardless of what you believe, there, there will be some commonality between between you. You know, I've, I don't know that many people who don't love their families or I don't know that many people who, who don't... You know, want to have an enjoyable life. They just think their particular opinion set is is the way to live. And uh, I think we need to be a bit more nuanced in our understanding of people with other opinions. I don't know. What do you think? I I think so too. I I think there's nothing wrong with uh, speaking out for
2: what you believe. Yeah. For example, here in the UK, there's massive opinions on both sides about brexit there there's that's one that's one thing and scotland's independence a little while back that yep. there were so many, there's so many things that, that um controversial issues real issues right now in the u.s it's gun violence um yep. all, all kinds of all kinds of things so there's so many issues that that uh,
0: about but, but you know what you know what's interesting about the um the Brexit thing over this side of the pond, uh Christine, is is my dad was a lever and I voted remain. Um and we were of different generations, different opinions, but I know my dad's a decent human being, right? I know he's a good bloke, he he has a difference in terms of the way he sees the world that informs his worldview but fundamentally there's more that connects me and my dad in terms of human nature than um than sets us apart and that's been interesting because we politically we completely disagree on loads of stuff (laughs) but uh, the underlying element is i still know he's a good man and, and, and having that difference in relationship, and I think, and I'm certainly guilty of this, I don't know if you are, sometimes you get caught in your own little bubble of people who think the same things of you, of you and, and you're, you just get caught in these different opinions. I think that the other side documentary is an interesting way of doing it, because that's taking you out of that bubble and actually having to go to meet people who you might vehemently disagree with, but might not be bad people.
2: Exactly, yeah. and, and there's a phenomenon called the walkaway phenomenon, uh, where where uh, Brandon Struck, uh, former Democrat, is leading people and the out uh, of the Democratic Party, and um, also he's trying. But but he's going and he's trying to it, it start a dialogue and and engage and engage people. And oops, there's <laughs> talk about cell phones. I think. <laughs> I silenced that, but I didn't know it would go off. But I
0: no, no it. worries, no worries.
2: But what I was going to say is that people may have a different point of view, but they can engage the other side to your point and find out. You know, try to try to persuade rather than. Or not personally. We don't all have to think the same way. That's yeah. the thing. And sometimes on social media, I think that there there is a tendency for group groupthink. Yes. Yeah. So
0: yeah. 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 Agreed.
2: Kind of the sneeze effect or the or the yawn effect, or they don't. They have a term for
0: it in terms of cognitive bias. Okay? Yeah, cognitive it's like, dissonance. It's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: One is cognitive dissonance, and the other is kind of like the bandwagon effect. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, if everybody's doing this; it must be
0: cool. I want to be. I, I want to be. Look, we're social animals, aren't we? We want to be. We want to be where we think we're going to fit in. Um, so I completely get that. Can you can you just give me an insight into um, the gun debate because from the, from the UK we don't understand enough about it because we've never had mass sort of licensing of guns and I, I look at that debate often really confused because I struggle to see the other side of it mm-hmm. well, that's, a, that's an
2: interesting question and probably we probably, uh, could spend a whole, whole show on <laughs> If what I would, what I will say is that, you know, I think I that trying to under, understand when when horrific events happen, I, I'm talking about some of the things some people start their. Politicizing it on social media, spreading incorrect information, things like that. Some people uh, make jokes or make uh, remarks, shouldn't, and so on. And in terms of social media, we all just have to cool down and and calm down because it's always uh, a tense time. Yeah. In yeah. terms of the, uh, when, when something horrific happens, whether it's a
0: yeah, emotions a, are high, aren't they? Yeah,
2: yeah. We really have over there, whether it's a mass shooting or whether it's a, a, a terrorist attack or or anything, anything else that might uh, where emotions are very very charged. Yeah. So, yeah. Good idea to just kind of take a step back. System. Yeah. And uh, social media because uh, it's just. Kind of that empathy and sensitivity it's just you have to, yeah, it's be, not
0: there you have to yeah.
2: be so but one of the great things about about that is it's it's allowed people to share stories in terms of a disaster or find loved one or and share the good but yes yeah. i i quote one example either on my blog or something else but when when they had um hurricanes and rains, you would have people, I think it was in Texas, um, coming down with boat and rescuing people from the flood. So there is that positivity yeah. is of, um, in terms of human nature and it's just a matter of you know, negative stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Completely get that. So before we... um, Thank you, it's been really insightful. And before we share where people can find out a bit more about you and your book... Um, I know you've listened to a couple of episodes of the podcast, so you'll know that every week we do a question of the podcast and we ask our audience a little bit about things that aren't particularly kindness-related, but because we're quite curious people, we like to ask. Now, I've got some amazing questions for you and we didn't give you any pre-warning. We never pre-warn our guests on these particular questions, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some with you anyway. So... Um, as you're a writer, if you could be, and this was our first ever, like a year and a half ago, our first ever question of the podcast, if you could be any character from one of your favorite books, who would you choose? Oh, that
2: is like let's see. I think I think I would have to go. Well, I love the Harry Potter series, so I think okay. I would have to go with uh, Oh God, Harry himself! I mean, who doesn't want to be Harry Potter?
0: Okay, fair enough. And what what house would you be if you were in? Oh, um,
2: I'd love to say Gryffindor, but I think I'd probably probably end up in Ravenclaw. right
0: now. Yeah, you do. But apparently you can pick according to Charlotte and we'll have a conversation about this on the podcast I'm sure at one point, you can pick two houses and combine them. And they've all got these special names, apparently. I didn't know that. Um uh, are most people generally good?
2: I think so. I think there's 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 some people that are just wired wrong, and and there's there's evil. People. There's definitely e- examples of evil people in the world, but I think that most, most of us are a mix of good and bad, and sometimes good people do uh, acts that you, you couldn't ima- imagine just out of life circumstances or whatever. Yeah, but. Uh, are
0: capable of prevention yep yeah agrees. who's the um, who's your favorite Muppet
2: who's my favorite muppet yeah oh it's, it's hard to tell I think I think either Herman and Miss Piggy are great but uh, I love Herman and Miss Piggy but I also love Ralph, Ralph, Ralph. Now, uh,
0: now it's really inter- interesting you say that because that's Charlotte's favorite. I think Ralph. there's only Ralph. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph is Charlotte's favourite. Mine. I think there's only one answer to this, and it's got to be animal, hasn't it? It's got to be animal, I think. But but we can we can we can agree to disagree as long as you know I'm right on that particular point. Um, great,
2: and baby animal from the muppet. Oh,
0: muppet babies? We we didn't have any answers on on muppet babies, but um, yeah, that that is a that is a good one. Um, another rioting related one if you were writing your autobiography today what would you call it
2: i i would call it no one wants to read another autobiography are
0: you are you not a fan of autobiographies what are you not are are you not a fan of autobiographies or i i
2: I love i love autobiographies but the thing the thing is uh, i'm not a fame i'm not a famous person and you know i I want to make sure that if my autobiography were were written, if I were writing it, it would be something that would really, really uh, impact the world and provide people with some with some insight and, and entertainment and things like things like that. Not just saying, oh look at me, I've got my auto, autobiography. Yeah, I
0: understand. You'd want it to have a positive impact on the world, wouldn't you?
2: That's just my first. Pers- that's kind of my yeah, personal. I see I yeah, I say
0: that. But I think a lot of people write them too early sometimes as well. You know, when you see somebody in their twenties who've written written it, you go, actually, it's like, I'd like for you to do more in the world before you before you do it. Um, what's your favourite childhood memory? Oh, I have some. I have so many, but I think one of the
2: one of the ones would be. Travelling and going to a cabin with my family, uh, a family cabin okay. and just being in the middle of nature and just being, roaming uh, around my family and enjoying nature and my late grandfather exploring all the birds and animals and various trees. That's
0: love amazing. it. I absolutely love it. Um, It's it's really interesting. So, one of my favourite days when we were out in Cyprus was we went to a a waterfall up in the mountains. So, there's a big mountain in the middle of Cyprus called uh, Mount Trodos, and you can drive... You can drive up there and swim in the waterfall, um, and literally one of my favourite days were just swimming in the waterfall, climbing the trees, just doing stuff outdoorsy stuff. And we're not particularly outdoorsy family, but I think there's just a real, a real thing of just being in nature, isn't there? That 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 do, do you still enjoy that. I I do. I that sounds like a beautiful waterfall beautiful yeah it was amazing yeah i to be honest there was some guys jumping right from the top but um oh. I, I i wasn't brave enough for that i did a little pathetic jump about five foot down it wasn't that particularly <laughs> impressive but I was, I was quite proud of myself at the end so it was fine um what uh what's your next book going to be about
2: I think it will probably be, uh, I think it will probably be a take off on the, either take off on the social media thing, or if it gets published a book that I'm writing with co-author that it that, uh, that science fiction. Okay. And, well, that, that's going to get published, but it's certainly, it's it's uh, just going through a round of edits. So that's, one of the, that's one of the books that I have, but mm-hmm. the, the next book that I'm currently writing of write is going to be about social
0: media and I think one of them is going to be about Okay. Um, and the last question that I'm going to ask you is world's best double act what is, what is that? Uh, world's best uh, I, 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 so world's best duo or double act so Abbott and Costello or uh Garfunkel Wars. What's the world's what's what's the world's best two-person team ever? Well, I,
2: I think I, I think I would have I think I would have to say, oh gosh, that's that's a good that's a very 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 good question, and I would have to say in terms of social media. Uh, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, but, okay. uh, in, terms of, in terms of tech, but also in terms of double act, probably I think Sunny, I think Sunny and Cher.
0: Sonny and Cher is an amazing choice. Really, really good. And uh, I've got one more for you. Uh, let me just give you one more, one more, one more. Uh, What's your favourite Disney or Pixar movie?
2: Too many to put. I think I I have a soft spot for the original Lion King. Uh, I haven't seen, I've not seen the new one. I understand it's fantastic. I also love the original Fantasia. And also Oh Frozen is good. The original Toy Story, although all the most of the ones in the series are good. I haven't
0: seen the new one, and I also like Bambi and Snow White. Oh, so you're you're going through all the classics? I love that. Ba- Bambi made me cry the first time. You know what? You know what? I, I there is a thing about Disney and Pixar movies that still makes me cry. I, I, I don't mind admitting it, but the first ten minutes of Up. <laughs>
2: Um, oh god uh,
0: I'm uh, in tears
2: in I mean every everything you know about movies about animation like like they say oh it's kind of like to entertain the kids the advertisement for toys I've heard that you know it's just to enter- entertain the kids while they're hopped up on sugar and it's absolutely true however up really and I think they got away with it because they were Pixar but Yeah they, they really Broke the through, broke barriers through and tackled yeah. um, and grabbed you by the heart.
0: Yeah, you know what? The kids yeah, I you mean, know. it. The
2: kids get They yeah. get this old guy just really, really loves his wife and is remembering his wife. And it's kind of like. Maybe they see their grandparents in it yeah. or something like that,
0: but they just somehow they get it. But that I mean that to me was just an amazing piece of storytelling. Do you know what I mean? That they, what they're what they what they're incredible at is just telling good stories. I think they're just they're just really, really good at that. And and, and that comes from the tradition of Disney doing it for, for a number of years. Um but yeah, you know, it's really good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've really enjoyed our, our chat today. Where can f- people find out? more about you and your book
2: well there's kristen johnson.net which is my uh, website there's um, amazon of course my amazon page and kristen johnson amazon all food. and uh, they can order the book on amazon and also my publisher abacuspublisher.com and there's the book is also available as an ebook on smashboard okay and a lot of formats kindle mobi pocket very different ones so many of those are, are a good place to find out and also on social media of course
0: okay amazing stuff thank you so much for joining us as a guest on the climate project i've loved it um I'm going to go home and have my dinner now, um, uh, but you're just starting your day, so have an amazing day. Amazing, and uh, I'm sorry we didn't get to get to talk to
2: Charlotte as well, but I know
0: that she's got her experience. She's on a work spirit. She's 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 having an amazing. She's doing it for the first time. She's doing her, her London commute, so she she made it all the way to. Have you been to London, Kristen? I have.
2: Oh, but it, uh, it was, uh, I
0: and it was it was really enjoyable. What I remember is all the history. Yes, yes. I mean, I, mean, it's a, I, I still. I mean, I, I was born and bred in London and still love it. Um. So I, I still do the London tourist thing every now and again. But I, I for years I don't anymore. But for years I used to do a commute into London from where I live on the Essex East London borders and um Charlotte started that now she had to commute to work for the first time ever which i'm, I'm uh i'm wondering how she got on with that but apparently she had a good day. And thanks for your best wishes it's appreciated thanks a lot
2: yeah. i'm glad we finally got a chance to chat
0: yeah it's been amazing cheers bye so Kristen's amazing isn't she yes
1: yeah.
0: you don't sure
1: my face kind of hurts
0: <laughs> okay should we get on the show yeah it's the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's my back. Well you know what? It is the end, and um, we've now only got two more episodes, and then we're on episode 100.
1: And six more until we 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 re- until we reach the two year anniversary. I
0: mean, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. That is just truly, truly, truly. We are um, we are well into uh, well into this. Um, but what I'd like to do is um, talk a little bit about our last week's questions of the podcast. And I've got to try and find the answers right now. But before I do that, I am going to talk about not last week's question of the podcast, but the week before's question of the podcast. Now, why am I doing that? Because I. Uh when we recorded last week's, um we got loads more comments in than we thought we were going to. So I wanna just talk about some of those comments we got come in. So uh we had Would you
1: like to inform them on what the question actually is? The
0: two the question two weeks ago, um, unless you're a regular listener and if not why not? Um, why, why did you not start um, from the
1: beginning? Yeah. and decided, 98 um,
0: seems like a good place to start. Yeah. Um, uh, is, um, what piece of redundant technology do you now miss? Right? So, Nick Ramsden said, tape recorder, hitting the pause button on a Sunday night's top 40 to create that voice-free playlist. And that is a real thing, Charlotte. Mm. I used to sit there Sunday nights recording the pop charts.
1: I I miss the culture of making mixtapes for the ones you have have feeling for, and I miss the culture. Yeah, but you can make Spotify playlists now. Yeah, yeah, people do it all the
0: time. So you can do that. Um, Andrew Berwick said, MV3 players. Uh, John Cook said, our first ever VHS player. Massive thing was a top loader with huge clunky buttons that would clank like a typewriter. I'm glad... He's uh, describing a VHS player and not a person because <laughs> that wouldn't wouldn't be a particularly uh, flattering. flattering description. Uh, what's uh, what's your boyfriend like? He's a massive top loader um, with a huge clunky buttons that will clank like a typewriter. The um, boyfriend's headbutt. I don't know. I don't know. So um, I only um, <laughs> ever said dad's oh, old cameras, beautiful things. I learned to take photos on them. Um, David Dennison said, what piece of never done the technology did you love once, love? Said my friend.
1: <laughs> um, uh,
0: Tracy Kinchella, first ever games on floppy disk, Commodore 64, VHS and, and Betamax.
1: Oh, your Afro days.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I had a Commodore 64. Mike Christie loved his CD, wonkman. Um... And Al McCann's gone philosophical because he said, I have a question as an answer. Is any piece of top technology ever redundant? People are always looking for newer, smaller files of technologies. This means a lot of stuff gets left behind when it still has a value. Why do we have new technology? I play CDs in my car. I use a at this, not a GPS sat nav, and I have cassettes, some of which are irreplaceable. Irre- 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 yeah, so
1: that's the beauty and the damage of media convergence, isn't it?
0: Yeah, look, I think if there's a quicker way to do it and actually taped up less space, why wouldn't you do it?
1: Um, I'd never swap a, book, uh, a paper book <laughs> for like you know.
0: That's probably the only bit of old technology I
1: love. But I read loads on my phone and I read loads of books on my phone. <laughs> But
0: I collect books like A Mad Woman. Mark Olem said, I have fond memories of my CD Wampman. It never really worked properly. properly Kips skipping forward or backward by itself. All the time I thought it was the coolest piece of tech. Uh, Louise said, "Wampman with cassette tapes. Chris Haycock said, My Little Black and White... Uh, 4-inch TV from Tandy. I used to watch Late Night Under My Bitches as a 14-year-old. Nick Elston loved his game boy, Nintendo game boy. And Brian Hill thinks he's being funny and said, what is this, the Antiques Roadshow? All right, Brian, I'm going to put you on the Antiques Roadshow. No, we will so did you did you just say one of our
1: listeners who, who's one of our regular contributors wouldn't be much on the NCs? Like so for much, so much on TV because it's seen as cruel. Is that the slavery? <laughs> slavery. Brian, People don't like sell slavery on live television. It's just Brian,
0: Apparently, Brian, you wouldn't be worth much on the NT's Roadshow. show. Um uh uh-huh. Danny Willis said, What about Teletext? Before the internet, there was a thing that, in the UK anyway, apologies to our international listeners, where you could have like, it was like old school web pages that came on your telly. Have you ever seen it? I'm terrified. No, it is. It is weird. John Sharman said he misses the Nokia 3210 and the game Snake. Nadine Stevenson.
1: You can still Snake.
0: Nadine Stevenson loved her BlackBerry and Ruth what, Boy and said eight track stereo. My big brother's Ford Capri with the Beach Boys playing. And Debbie Davidson said, "My mini disc. I bought it in Abu Dhabi airport on a trip back from Australia. One disc fitted four albums on it. I absolutely loved it." So we can we we get on to this week's (laughs) question? We can, but I just wanted to share um, a lot of the ones from uh, from a couple of weeks ago, Um, and I'm glad we did. Because now I know you think Brian Hill wouldn't get, go for much money in the N.T.H. roadshow. Slavery doesn't work on live
1: television. Oh, don't draw a back drag out of it now. <laughs> don't
0: draw a back drag out of it now. So, um, I'm
1: question so of... I of television. It. it wouldn't
0: work. Right, okay. Well, who would be worse than I The Queen? The Queen. <laughs> Are you saying Brian Hill's worth less than the Queen?
1: Everyone's worth listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, question of the day. Don't jog it out, Richard. Um, what household object decoration? This was last week's question, question of the podcast, makes you feel nostalgic. My example was um, my nan used to have a uh doll that went over a toilet roll to hide a toilet roll in a loo. Um and um I put that on the question, and Rob Bishop first came back and said and said, what do you mean? Are they, uh, they now out of date? My wife's still got one. Um, Russell Dames, who's my brother and the esteemed editor of this podcast, knows a little secret about me because he says, He-Man wallpaper, and I had the He-Man <laughs> and wallpaper. Andy Ball said, oh, the, old, the old metal biscuit barrels with the awful flowers painted on them, uh, Auntie Floss made homemade biscuits for us in there, and they were... Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Judy Boyle said, chip pans and anti I don't know what an anti is. I Which don't you? either, no. no. I don't. Well, we'll have to find out. Lorna uh, Walters said, the plastic runners we used to put along their hallway. Uh, Lucy Patrick said, dollies on the arms and backs of chairs. Kelly Crouchman said, hanging beads and streamers. Sean Neil said, Nobody uses tea cozies anymore. True.
1: Tea cozies.
0: Yeah. Do you know what a tea cozy is? But find it out goes that. over your teapot to keep your tea warm. Oh. It's like a jumper for a teapot.
1: Well, I found that one. An anti macassar is. What is it? A piece of cloth put over the back of a chair to protect it from grease and dirt, or as an ornament. Show me. Um. It's
0: not very pop trendy, friendly this one, is it? But, no.
1: Um, it's like one of these.
0: Oh, yeah, my nan had then. And they called it They called it I, I used to just call them chair doilies. Um, the chair sheets, aren't Chair sheets, uh, chair dwellies. Um, Tamsin Cain said, Hostess Trolley. And Justin Gaffney said, A ghetto blaster with a double cassette reel. I don't know if Ian Nan ever had a ghetto blaster, Justin, but you'll have to write in and let us know whether she did or not. And on that note... And after covering off nearly two weeks of questions of the podcast, that it is it for another episode of the Kindness Project.
1: Bye. See you next
0: time.